from the Hector County Coliseum. It's the catwalk at the 2023 Permian Basin International Oil Show. Here's today's special edition episode, part one. Well, catwalkers, welcome to the 2023 Permian Basin International Oil Show. I am your host, Jay Whitlow, and we have some great guests with us today. I want you to give a big catwalk welcome to Casey Daly and Elizabeth Guess right here. Welcome. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. Yes. So glad you're here. So is this your first time at the show? No. No? How, how long have you been coming? Um, well, I'm from here. So you're from Odessa. I'm from Odessa, and my family has been at oil and gas since I was born, so yeah. this is the norm. Are you Odessa High or Permian? The only good school, Permian. Permian, yep. <laughs> Permian lost, didn't they, just recently? Should we talk about that? Let's not talk about that. No, let's not talk about that. Okay, we'll skip that part. Okay. So you're from Odessa, so your family's been in oil and gas. Yes. Where do you work right now? Right now, I work for Standard Safety and Supply. Okay, what do you do for them? So I do all their corporate sales. Okay. We do um, H2S monitoring and remediation. Okay, how long have you been with them? Almost two years. Almost two? Yes, 14 in the industry and then almost two years with Standard. Okay. Now, Elizabeth, are you from Odessa? Or I from, am not. No, where are you from? No, I'm originally from Houston. Okay. So my husband um, is from Bakersfield. Okay. California. <laughs> yep, Bakersfield, yeah, okay. California. So he was the in Cali the... Guy. Yep, he's in the oil field in California. So okay. he moved to Texas. Um, he works for H&P Drilling. Okay. So he moved to Texas whenever he became a driller. Okay. And then we met um, actually in San Antonio. I was living in Dallas at the time. And then once we started our family, he was a rig manager and just hated not being able to come home every night. Okay. So when he put in for a superintendent's position and got it, we moved to Midland. And so that was at the beginning of 2018. Okay. Now, did you guys know each other before this? We did not. I lived on our street first. Yeah. And mm -hmm. she moved in, I think, a year later. Okay, so you live on the same street. Mm-hmm. Like five houses apart, maybe. Five houses apart, okay. All right, so let's just a little <laughs> random question here, since y'all are pretty good friends. Yeah. Yes. Right? Okay. Whose house is cleaner? Hers. Mine, for sure. <laughs> Yours is, and how many kids do you have? Two, but my husband is very OCD. Okay, so you have two. How many kids do you have? I have three, and I will but also say... her house say, is cleaner. Okay, that Okay, makes it's sense. only because yeah. my third, so our older two so yeah. her two are the same age as my older two okay but my third is a tornado and Wait, so she's the reason all the kids together and no stuff? no you get together and have like a planning session no and, so we have no. we met after our second was born i think no okay. before oh okay oh we have an argument going okay <laughs> this is good before. so this is good. there's four of us that our girls are within three to four months of each other and our boys are within days 12, 10 to 12 days okay. of each other, mm -hmm. okay. not planned at all. Now, are the husbands good friends? Yes. Yeah, I would say so, yeah. And they're, they're, are they at the show now or are they, they on the are. golf course? Yeah, both of ours. Uh, they probably wish they were on the golf course. Mine <laughs> probably <laughs> will be later. He will be this afternoon, <laughs> right? Okay. All right, so let's say, uh, who has more throw pillows in their house? You. For sure, me. How many? <laughs> Can you count them? In all rooms. This is important. In yeah, all this rooms. Is important. I would For all ladies watching, this mm -hmm. is important. I would say at least over 30 in oh, the entire house. 30 throw pillows? Probably. I have two, Jay. I have two. <laughs> two. All right, that's, that's my kind of girl right there. Two. Why would you have, what's the, what is the necessity for throw pillows? I don't get it. Is it decor or is it? Probably. The neatness, the professional part of it. Okay. And my husband thinks they're junk, for sure. 
I like him. I mean, no, <laughs> I, 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 I kind of, uh, yeah, we have some throw pillows in our house. Okay, um, who's a better cook? Oh, her. Ooh. I don't cook. Oh. I, I order meal prep every Saturday to be delivered every Monday morning. Meal prep. Can you get that from Chick-fil-A? No. No. But that's DoorDash. That's DoorDash. Okay, so you're the better cook. Um, only because I follow the instructions on the HelloFresh little oh, okay. pamphlet. So. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, this this may be the, probably the biggest question that I could ask. I'm sure everybody that's watching wants to know. Swifties? Oh. No. Wait. Okay. You're a no. You're an emphatic no. I'm a that no. was an emphatic no. And you're a well. Okay, so there's a story there. I wouldn't listen to her on my own, but I do with my daughter, if that makes sense. How old is your daughter? Seven. Okay, so she's into that. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't take her to the concert? No. My daughter has no idea who she is. Really? None? None. Huh. Are they not at each other's house? They are. Yeah, and they and, go to the same school, and same they're in class. the same class. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is crazy. My daughter did ask, who was the half-naked lady on all the girls' t-shirts last year? Uh, who was it? Taylor Swift. Oh, Taylor Swift. Okay. Well, then I'm not going to let my girls have that <laughs> shirt. Of course, mine's 23 and 18, so I, I could care less. My daughter, um, she's all into sports. Okay. That's all she wants to do is be outside, play in the dirt, play sports. So she's a sports girl. Yes. So are you saying Taylor Swift's not a sportsy? Mm, I would not say she's yeah. sporty at all. Do you know who Travis Kelsey is? Oh, yeah. Yes. You do now, or did you know before? We do now. You do now? No, I knew before, <laughs> only because he was on my husband's fantasy team last year. How's his fantasy team doing? Uh, I think he's actually doing pretty well this year. Is it for money? Yes. It is? <laughs> Don't ask me how much, though. He probably won't even tell me the truth. He's not going to tell you. No. <laughs> you're not looking at that little line out in there. Okay. So you're an emphatic no on the Swifty, and you're an okay when yeah, it comes I can, to I can So do. what do you listen to? Music-wise? Yeah, who's your thing? Miranda Lambert, for sure. Country? Country. Okay. I can't stand country music, but that's okay. That's for another show. Okay. I'm trying to think. We, I did create a playlist for school drop-off, and so we listen to like a little bit of what everybody likes. And I would say probably actually the most of it is Taylor Swift. <laughs> okay. Mine, my kids like um, Old Town Road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Believer or Believer. I don't. I couldn't even tell you the so figures. So, who did you grow up listening to? Country, for sure. Just all all country when you were younger. Yes, for sure. Country. College. My my uh, dad listens to like ACDC, like the older rock. Right. That's probably. It's good, dude. Yeah. Yes. I would say okay. '90s country, classic rock, and yes. pop. Yeah. Classic rock, pop. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's talk about community. Mm-hmm. Um, are you guys involved uh, serving in the community? Volunteering. Yes. Where and I sit that. as vice president of the uh, Boys and Girls Club board in Odessa, and on their executive board, I sit as their event chair okay. for their gala. I am on their expansion team mm-hmm. for the next five years. I am all team Boys and Girls Club. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I also, Casey kind of wrote me into it a couple of years ago. So my background when I was living in Dallas is production. Okay. So I went to the Art Institute, have a degree in video production, and did pretty much all, all the things. I did live events, commercials, TV okay. shows, everything. Um, and so when Casey first was telling me that they were doing this event, I was like, oh, who's, your, who's doing your production? And she was like, wait, what? I don't know. The <laughs> yeah. convention center? I don't know. And so I'm like, oh, no, we got to talk. And so... Um, was this happening on, like, the front porch or the backyard? Absolutely. Yeah, probably. probably. Yeah. She's my person. I even said this in my speech this year. She was awarded a committee member of the year award. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. And I'm like, she is my person. Like, we sit on the porch. 
over White Claws or coffee or anything mixed, and I'm like, what do you think about this idea? And she wrangles me back in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the realistic. So anyway, so the last the last two years, I um, served as the production chair, and we raised an exponential amount of money. Do you want to say your fun fact? Yes. Yeah, so this year we were given the top profiting uh, nonprofit award for almost hitting 1.4 million wow. within the Permian Basin. Congratulations. That's Thank you. Awesome. It's yeah, our it's, third year for this event. Awesome. It started from ground up three years ago and mm -hmm. every year we've doubled our proceeds. All stays within the Permian Basin. And I, I think right. a lot, that's really important because I don't think a lot of people realize, you know, whenever people give to nonprofits in the area, mm -hmm. Sometimes they don't stay local. Your funds sure. don't stay yeah. local. They go somewhere high and then it gets distributed Trickle locally. Down. Yes. Yeah. All of our funds stay local and yeah, they help right. the kids in our communities. I mean, people here that have kids that probably attend these clubs, right. those funds assist them. That's so awesome. it is, it so adds how local. How could somebody who might be watching or listening <clears throat> want to get involved with what you guys are doing? Yeah, so they could the reach community. out to one of us or to any of the clubs. There's five within Midland Odessa, which that is considered the Permian Basin. Uh, we can, we do tours almost every day. Mm -hmm. I think the website is it pvbgc.org. Sounds right. Okay. <laughs> we'll look it up. And we'll put it in the show notes. Okay, there. perfect. So um, let me ask you this: What drives you to want to do that? I grew up doing sports and other things through the clubs. We used to uh, walk over to one of the clubs when I was younger in elementary. Mm -hmm. And um, so when I was looking to do nonprofit work, I started at American Cancer Society. Okay. And. Um, one of the reasons I didn't stay was COVID, and they closed their facility here within the Permian. And so, sure. again, their money doesn't stay local. And so I was looking for something that stayed local, and a gentleman moved over there and was like, can you just start with us? So there was right. three of us that moved, and um, we just started from the ground up and tried That's to awesome. figure it out the, the best way we could. And yeah. we didn't have an executive director at the time. We just got one within the past year, and she's been great. And she's from the education world, so combining education into the Boys and Girls Club has mm -hmm. truly been a gift. Um, and so I say just, like, I, I tell all of our committees, like, just come on for one year and see where you fit. And we'll start figuring out, like, what your specialty is. And when right. you do that, that's how Elizabeth and several others, mm -hmm. they were able to, like, be like, hey, I can offer you this. And let's run with it. Mm -hmm. And it has. That's awesome. We have a lot of compliments. I mean, it's down to the second of our timeline of how things run. And she does a great job. That's good. Thank you. That's cool. Anything to add to that? Uh, I mean, I would say it definitely helped going, you know, being a part of it for the first year because I was a little just trying to get my toes wet, right. didn't know anything about the organization. But one of the things I volunteered to do was to interview the kids and make a video that we can show the night sure. of. And after interviewing all these kids, I was like, oh, I wouldn't choose another organization in wow. town. Cool. So just hearing it from the kids, how much they love the club and how much they learn and have all the activities, like it was, yeah, it was cool. A lot of nonprofits you hear like their event shares, like I'm just burnt out. Mm -hmm. And yes, we do get that way come the day of, you know, you've worked so hard, but the the backing that we get from them, from the staff, is most people that join us are like, we never got this anywhere else. Right. This is where we want to call home. And then they end up joining our boards. Uh, we have a five-year strategic plan. And a lot of them who like, we don't want to do the board, but we want to give back. They're joining, you know, these different areas of, str of strategic right. planning. And it has, I mean, what you thought of like the boys club as well, it started right. out. The boys and girls club, it kind of got stagnant is 
is growing exponentially. I was going to say, you know, you probably have a, a misunderstanding in the in the past of the Boys and Girls Club, mm -hmm. and I applaud you both for bringing that and, and strengthening it, growing it, making it what it is today. I appreciate yes. that. Mm -hmm. Who do you think? Uh, pick, one or two people that you would say is most influential in your life, who, who you would listen to, you would let them pour into you, who would that, who would that Go ahead. person be? I don't know if it's a person, but I would say an organization, Stonegate. Stonegate, yeah. It's a great church. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I don't know if I can elaborate because I don't want to cry, but they've... Yeah. Um, influential. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we're both awesome. part of Stonegate. Mm -hmm. I think that's where we both truly found religion. I mean, I grew up in a, in, a, in a smaller church here in town, St. John's, but really understanding religion and being able to, like, dive into it, um, raising our kids there has, being able, like, my kids to tell you who Jesus is to them and what that means is, is come from Stonegate. Um, we do a lot of marriage stuff there. Our comm groups are through there. Mm. We've done mom's groups through there. Mm -hmm. So they are for sure, I, call them I would say, who we both look to. On my side, I would say my stepdad. I didn't grow up in like a very wealthy family. It was a, I was a single mom. My, my real dad is around here somewhere. He's great. He was in my life. But my stepdad, he had like the professional um, job. He was an engineer. And so he really set the level for me. Like, you're going to go to school. You're only going to make A's and B's. Like, set goals for yourself. Short-term, long-term goals and lifetime goals. And I would say that has been my, my largest Wow. So it probably with your stepdad and then the community mm -hmm. that you've mm -hmm. built through your church. And I appreciate that because I spent 10 years as a, as a pastor locally here. Oh. And so that is exciting to, to interview people who have that joy where you were like, I'm about to cry mm -hmm. because that's something that's happened to you, something that's been burning in you, has been mm -hmm. built up in you. And you find that in your community. And I think that's great. And I think that's what's missing in our community. I completely agree. I think agree. COVID killed a lot of that, set us back a while. But people are yearning for community, and that's one of the reasons why we wanted to do this podcast is just to interview people for them to meet other people. Because you never know who's watching and listening who goes, I, I can resonate with what you are saying, right? I want to serve yeah. with those ladies. I want to do what they're doing. I can 100% say this community has definitely impacted us in the sense that so my husband um, does have the opportunity to move to their main sales office in Houston. Mm -hmm. And all my family's like, in Houston. I mean, I said yeah. I'm from Houston. So like, in hindsight, like that would be nice having help with the kids, our grandparents, right. you know, being able to see them. But it's it would be hard to leave this community. Yeah. And I think, um, I didn't say what I do. There so. is a fly. Yeah. You <laughs> Thank you. That? I'm not just. You're not just yeah. trying to hit me or yourself. There's actually a there fly. There is here. a fly. Yeah. Um, so I work for Ken Satellite and Potable Water Hauling. Okay. I know that's a mouthful. Yeah. I usually just try to abbreviate and just say, I work with Ken's Potable Water. So yeah. we supply TCEQ certified water to okay. rig sites, man camps, pretty much anyone that needs fresh, clean water. Okay. Um, and how I got this position is my friend boss. That's what I call her. Friend boss. Yeah, my friend boss. <laughs> She's our owner's uh, daughter. Right. So it's a really small mom and pop 
shop. They've been around doing this. They've been in Midland since 2010. Wow. Um, and so she basically was like, hey, do you know anyone? I think we're going to finally get a salesperson. And I was like, maybe me, maybe you know, me. maybe yeah. I know you, you know me. Just give me a shot. And I didn't really have any oil field right. experience prior to this now. And so for anyone, you know, that has to move here, like with their spouse yeah. and they're not involved in the oil field, I would definitely say like there could definitely be a spot for anybody. I mean, this, if you walk around this oil show, there is so many different aspects There's of- a lot happening right yes. now. The oil yeah. field, yes. Yeah. I mean, anything. And honestly, being on the drilling side, cause that's mainly what I do. I go out to drilling rigs, yeah. you know, probably a few days a week and try to sell water. Right. I'm your friendly neighborhood water girl. And, uh, neighborhood <laughs> water. <laughs> when you said clean water, that just resonated with me because mm -hmm. I've had a great experience launching a water project over in Africa. Okay. Drill water wells for people who don't have access to clean water. So yeah. we'd love to have an off-air conversation with yes. you on what you guys are doing. Maybe there's some partnerships there. But thank you, ladies, so much yes. for being here. I appreciate it. It's great to get to know you yeah. and hear your stories. And uh, I just appreciate what you guys are doing and what you shared. And thanks for being on the catwalk. Hey, Catwalkers, welcome back to the 2023 Permian Basin International Oil Show. I am joined right now in the Ector County Coliseum with the pride of Texas Tech. This is Luke Williams. Hey, hey Luke. Hey, Jay, how are you today, the man? The pride of Tech, huh? That's right. What year did you graduate? 2010. Okay. I'm December, not going to tell you what... so I was the lap and a half guy. Oh, you uh, were? I'm not going to tell you what year I graduated because... <laughs> Uh, they barely let me out of there. Out okay. Of tech, so, uh, Luke, thanks for joining with us. For sure. uh, our viewers, listeners may not know much about you. So this is your opportunity. Just tell us everything you want to tell us about Luke Williams. All right. Well, that's uh, that's loaded there, yeah. Jay. Give uh, us the elevator pitch. The elevator pitch. Well, I mean, I tell everybody when they, when they ask. Uh, I told my team just the other day, first thing I want everybody to know about me is I love Jesus. Yeah. I'm a devout follower of Christ. Uh, the next thing is... I want everybody to know I have a beautiful wife named Megan, and then I have uh, three kids with my fourth child on the way. Congrats. Uh, there's going to be another little boy, so one daughter, a six-year-old, and then a four-year-old boy and a two-year-old boy, and now another little boy coming. So really proud of my, my sweet family. And then work for ExxonMobil yeah. uh, and uh, heavily involved in my church uh, here in Midland, Midland Bible Church. Yeah. And uh, so... Just a lot of work, a lot of uh, spending time with my family. I like to I like to grill and smoke, uh, smoke like meat. Meat. Okay, Meats good. I'm glad you I'm on the Traeger. Yeah. Okay, it, for all those Traeger. people that Product don't like placement. the pellet smokers, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a Traeger guy. And <laughs> yeah. uh, and then uh, I, I'm big into dirt bikes. I don't know why. I don't Whoa. ask. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah. See. Well. Okay. See, so you, hold on. Sidebar. Tell me about this dirt bike <laughs> thing. Do you race them or? No, when I was a little, I did, but now I'm just into, actually, I'm more into just rebuilding them, tinkering with them, okay. uh, and I've got these boys coming up, so I'm really, I'm, I don't know why, I'm obsessed with them wanting to like that, and, I, and my wife is not a huge fan, but... Uh, so that's going to be your connection with the boys, is let's go out in the garage, yep. kind of like the let's old go. home improvement show, and kind of work <laughs> on Sort of, yes, yeah, the whole Tim So you Tim were younger Allen. and you raced them? Well, I, we just rode dirt bikes, four-wheelers, and stuff growing really? up. And Where are you from? From Gainesville, Texas. Gainesville, originally. that is north of... North of Fort Worth. Yeah. I don't I don't claim north of Dallas. I claim north of Fort Worth. That's funny. <laughs> That's so, funny. Born in Denton, raised in uh, in 
Gainesville is yeah. is was my my it's address. It's close to the border. Uh, Oklahoma. Last city before you yeah. cross into to Thackerville, Oklahoma. That's okay. right, where the casino is. That's what we're known for is the uh, Windstar Casino. Is okay. Yeah, so. I haven't been there, so <laughs> only casino I'm I know is Vegas. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. So why why tech and what was your degree? Uh, Lubbock, Texas. So I I chose tech. Uh, full disclosure. I, yeah. I chased my girlfriend there. Uh, we broke up before I even made it there. Uh, Wait. Okay. So, so you. You chose tech because a girlfriend. Because went of there, a girlfriend. But you weren't with her when you got nope. there. Before we even made it for the summer, I, I actually went to uh, a junior college there in North Texas, North Central Texas College. Yeah. Got yeah. a got an associate's degree there, and I was dating a girl from my hometown in Gainesville, okay. and she was going to graduate high school and go to Lubbock, and so I thought, yeah. you know, I need to go to a four-year school anyway. Let's go to sure. tech. Uh, so I loaded up, and and like I said we broke up before I got there, made it to Lubbock. Fell in love with Texas Tech. Yeah, Lubbock. Yeah, Texas Tech. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you could take Tech out of Lubbock, it'd be come great, on, man. If you could take yeah. Tech, put it Fort Worth. Ah, it'd be even better than TCU. But yeah. yeah. So, uh, but anyway, we 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 uh, really I fell in love with the school. Got a degree in public relations, mass okay. communications major. Yeah. Uh, so, and you're using that today. I, you know, unbelievably. Unbelievably, Jay, I use that degree every day, all the time. That's uh, it's and and my my job at ExxonMobil has has been in safety for the majority of the time I've been okay. with the company, and so essentially what I'm doing is servant leading, which we can talk about more here in a minute, yeah. and then um, and supporting, but then I'm just doing public relations sure. for our teams and for for the different groups. And uh, so showcasing a lot of what I learned in school, so it's it's, it's came in handy uh, yeah. for a big chunk of my career. Now, do you follow Tech football still, or oh yeah, do you do that when you were there? Oh yeah, who well, was the quarterback when you were there? Do man, you I was in the glory years. I have uh -oh. the best years. Uh, Graham Harrell was the quarterback. Yeah. Michael Crabtree. Those yeah. were the years uh, we had the. the were you all at the, the game? Oh my gosh, yes. The oh, absolutely, yes. Knows Everybody about. on the field. Uh, I was we were I was at the Oklahoma game that same year where we got trounced by Demarcus right. Demarco Murray yeah. uh, that went on to play for the Cowboys. Uh, so it was a, that was an exciting time. We we used to rip up bleachers in the stadium and throw them on the field. It, it was Tech was a, a rowdy place to be, yeah. as you know. <laughs> we have that on on the audio and we video all, now that you, know, you tore that. Hey, up. it's okay. Just uh, okay. there was like forty five of us. You can't do yes. it by yourself, so they had to throw us all in jail. But. I, I took a bolt. Back in the day, Billy Joe Tolliver was our guy, you know, and Tyrone okay. Thurman, Smurf. Come on, back, back in, the, in day. the day. And we tore down a bleacher, too, and I still have the bolt, <laughs> the bolt. from the bleacher seat. See, I wish I would have had something. I mean, we have, I have, uh, I have saved on YouTube, there's a clip of all of us passing the, we passed the bleacher all the way up to the top of the stands and then went all the way back down okay. and chunked it on the field. Can you so give me that link and we'll put it on the show notes? <laughs> And everybody watching, so everybody can see it. I'll see if see I can it. find it. and I'll get it to you. You're famous now. It's it's pretty much. We didn't have famous. social media when I went there, so well, there is I, no I was, proof. I'm pretty sure I was rocking I a razor whenever that was happening. So uh, <laughs> like, I don't even funny. think I had an iPhone. That's funny. So, now, does Megan work, or does she not work now that she's taking care of 
uh, an entire football team. Yeah, that you pretty guys much, have now, pretty much. So. Yeah, whole lawn crew. Uh, so no, Megan. Megan was a respiratory therapist in Fort Worth when we met. She came to Odessa here, uh, yeah. worked at ORMC, and was uh, was one of our flight respiratory therapists to to go in to get the the NICU babies from all the different surrounding cities and bringing right. them to Odessa. But she's actually when we had. After we had our first, she worked for about one more year, and then she hung it up, and she's been staying at home with the kids, and uh, that's her ministry slash job, yeah. uh, and it's the worst job of all time. So bless her soul that oh, she bet. gets to yeah, do yeah, it. Especially uh, the, how young they are now. Yeah, all in close in age. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. But I will encourage you, being a father of three, my youngest is 18, about to graduate, uh, you know you know all my kids. You probably I do. know my I oldest, do. Carolyn, the most. I, yes, I do, uh, yes. They get older, and you still worry. You still stay up <laughs> late at night. That, you still go through all those things when they're five. Right. When they're 23, you still deal with that. So I, kudos and applaud you guys. How well, did y'all meet? Well, I, crazy. We, we met kind of through some mutual friends. Because what's, what's even crazier is there was a time where Megan and myself both lived in Odessa, and we have yeah. even tracked it to where we were both in the hospital at the same time some on some occasions and really? didn't know each other. Then she left Odessa, went and got a job in Fort Worth, which is where I'm originally from, that part of the world, and yeah. she knew. She went to school at Midwestern in Wichita okay, Falls. Yeah, a lot yeah. of the folks that I went to screw up and went to school with went to Midwestern. So we met through mutual friends there, went on a blind date, our very first date. Uh, we dated for about six months, got married, and uh, and beautiful, cra crazy, crazy and you fun will story. not tell your kids to do I will, that, right? Yeah, do not tell them. My wife is, tells them that all the time. Like, I don't know six why months, I went no. and met with you randomly, um, but that was a, there was a Jesus connection instantly, and fortunately yeah. that was what... Uh, that's been our foundation for our whole family and our whole life and our marriage. That's so awesome. it's been good. So things have been pretty busy for ExxonMobil lately. Uh, Man, what, yeah. What, are you, what projects are you working on or that that you're over at, yep. this, at this time? Yeah, a lot, lot going on, a lot of exciting news in the air for ExxonMobil. Not a lot of information at this point, yep. but a lot of excitement in the, in the news. But uh, for, So my current assignment and project is... I'm the un unconventional, well-servicing, um, security, safety, health, and environmental manager. You got so all that on a business card? All that. On, it's wow. just S-S-H-E, uh, she. It's she. weird that there's a lot of different ways you can classify safety managers yeah. across the industry, but that's how ExxonMobil does it. So anyway, my purview is the United States, uh, any operations we have, unconventional operations in Canada and in Argentina. Right. Um, so we've got a lot of, most of our work is consolidated kind of in two places, North Dakota, the Bakken, and then here in uh, Midland. Okay. And then we also have some work going on in South Texas, East Texas, and Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, and we've got a drilling rig currently going in Argentina. So some exciting, that's, exciting that's activity. Cool. Yeah, there's been a lot of stuff going on. And, and do you guys have a booth here at the oil show, or are you guys just kind of walking around? We don't. I think we, out I think we, we uh, sponsor some of the things here, but I don't, we yeah. don't have a booth. But, yeah, there's a lot of our folks. I've already just walking in. I saw several folks from ExxonMobil. So, that, yes, we – it's very important time for us every two years to engage with a lot of folks that are here that we don't get to see. I, I'd have to travel to San Antonio and all over the country to see a lot of the folks that are here this week. So yeah. I, I was here yesterday evening, and then I'm, I wanted to come and spend some time with you this morning and then yeah. go see some more of the folks that I don't get to see a lot. Uh, it's a pretty neat opportunity. Does your job require you to travel a lot? Do you have to be away from the family? or? 
Yeah, this this new uh, this new role. Uh, fortunately, um, it's a Midland-based role for now. Um, we're we're centered here in Midland because this is kind of where 60% of our work sure. is right here. So they've let me stay here. But I am. I, I spend a lot of time on the road. I'm spending a lot of time in Houston. Yeah. Uh, a lot of time in uh, North Dakota, just because we have a sizable operation there. I've got some strong connections and relationships over the years there, but. There's no substitute for your physical presence as a leader, sure. just to being there, meeting with my team, and, and cultivating good, healthy relationships of trust and uh, with my folks and with the operations folks there. And then uh, spend some time in Oklahoma, and so I'm, I stay on the move. On. Uh, for from now, let's put it this way: from now until the rest of the year, I'll probably be gone at least two days every week for the rest of the year. Wow. So yeah, we're gonna be hustling, lots of traveling back and forth to Houston. Yeah. So, it, lots now, of you're, excitement. You're, you're from Gainesville, and you did you play sports or in band or anything? What was your extracurricular? That you yeah, did? growing up, uh, I well, little kid, I was a baseballer, and then as I got older, uh, got into track and football, okay. and kind of laid down. I decided I wanted to do track versus baseball. You can't really do both in, in high school. But I went to a small 1A school. Sure. We did everything. You yeah, played you basketball, played football, sports. you did it all. But uh, I was the quarterback of the football team um, there for my junior and senior years. And I got to had the really neat opportunity to Were play with my little brother. Were you good? I mean, I was all state my, my senior year. What? Yeah. That's so, awesome. But it's a 1A school, Jay. Yeah, but still. I, mean, I could sling the rock. I, I, I'm passionate about the quarterback position. That's but, great. Uh, no, we we were we we made it to playoffs, but we didn't go very far. Okay, so back then that would have been what year? It, I graduated 2006. 2006. So, all right. So I got to know what was your hype song back then? <laughs> that one song that you guys played in the locker room, or you played in, in your car, oh, or whatever, and you're like, it was probably I'm Jack now. It's probably something by like Lincoln Park or something. I don't, I, you know, it Good was choice. like the the ridge, the original Lincoln Park. Yeah. I remember more jamming out for basketball games than I actually do football games. Oh, really? But yeah, because because you know ba- basketball, you got the warm up songs yeah, as you're warming yeah. up. You don't get that really in football. They like they played like we did a lot of the you know the old school like kind of remember the Titans soundtrack. Yeah. We did some of that stuff they, as did well. Did they play like when y'all ran through the banner? And yeah, stuff, yeah, or, exactly. Or the band was playing or yeah. something. Yeah. Like well, that. we didn't we didn't have a band. Small well, small true. school. We yeah. we had you cheerleaders had and uh, my mom yelling really and loud. Megaphone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so what w- what would have been your walk up song in baseball if you had one? Oh man, when. 2006, man, that's a good question. You know, there was a guy, I love Shania Twain, and there was Uh-oh. a guy playing the saxophone out <laughs> yes, here yesterday, outside. playing Shania Twain. Really? It would have probably, it would have probably been something Shania Twain, to be honest with that you. That cat was good. He was good. He was, he was dropping flute yesterday. Dude, he did. And I'm like, he is was... that Lizzo <laughs> out there? And then it was like, no, man, it's not Lizzo. <laughs> See, I thought it was Kenny G at first. Kenny he had G it, he had it rolling, but yeah. he was, man, he was good. So tell so. me, uh, you guys. Obviously, you started off the conversation, which I admire and appreciate. And as a pastor of the last ten years, appreciate any time I visit with somebody who starts off a conversation or drops in that they're a believer, that they, they love uh, Christ and, and a Christ follower. Where are you guys plugged in? I know you said you're at a, at a church, but where are you plugged in in the community? Are you guys serving anywhere as a family or maybe Exxon Mobil? What What does it look like? Your community engagement. Good question. You know, I, I, I was thinking about that, Jay. I'm, 
we we do things in the community, but it's always usually tied back to our church. Yeah. Uh, man, just the season of life, and I, I kind of beat, beat myself up as I was thinking about prepared just how to maybe answer that question, just because I was like, man, I ought to be doing more. Is my my life? I was devoted to the Boys and Girls Club of America for yeah. years of my life. Uh, uh, doing that outside of the church and really spending a lot of time there. But now, just with the season of life that we're in, I work a lot. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm with my family, and then I'm at church. And so, really, the, my, all my community activities are usually tied up into our church, do, doing different volunteer things. I remember, you know, at Crestview, you used to volunteer for the schools, which right. I love doing. Yeah. Um, and so, that's the other thing is we're plugged into uh, our daughter's school, Midland Classical Academy, and yeah. I get to volunteer Great school. parenting hours. Yeah. Great school. Fantastic Great school. school. Who, who, who uh, introduced you to that school? Uh, yeah. Uh, there was a <laughs> guy named Jay Whitlow. His wife used to be on staff there. And uh, and we're, again, we're plugged in at Midland Bible. And so yeah. all the great uh, folks on the board and, and Amy Avanpato, the principal of the grammar school, great I mean, school. just like yeah. world-class folks. And great so we, we, we consider it the most humbling honor to have a child to go into school there. So it's pretty exciting, and our daughter loves it. So, yeah. so we do some we do some volunteering there. But besides that, in this particular season, not a whole lot plugged in, um, other than just again through our like Midland Bible Church is doing something for Halloween, the big country fair that they do every year. Right, that's, right. Coming that's coming up. up uh, yeah. We'll be we'll be involved in that. So that's really exciting as okay. well. Okay, uh, I got a couple more questions, but I want to throw sure. some fun ones in here. Just kind of throw you, see if I can get you off your game a little bit. <laughs> um, let, let's say, have you ever peed in a pool? Absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's, what age? What age? Like, <laughs> like recently? Thirty-eight. Or, yeah. yeah, no, I'm like thirty. Yeah, no. Uh, shoot, I, I remember. Like, it's funny that you say this. So yeah. we were at somebody's pool swim with our kids the other day, and my kids were Uh-oh. asking. Well, they, the problem is, like, other parents let their kids just do it. They're like little, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, just yeah, be in the pool. No big deal. It. And so, and then it was the funny because I was telling Jude, I was like, well, if he did it, then you can do it. And he's like, well, Dad, have you ever done it? And I'm like, well, of course I've done it. And they're like, <laughs> in the pool? So then it's legal. The, r- rule of thumb, only pee in chlorinated pools. Don't pee in saltwater pools. That's a little weird. Really? Just a good rule of thumb. Used That's to be good. a lifeguard. Pee in salt. I mean, or pee in a pee in a pool that you know the person. Don't right. be in like the public pool. That's gross. Everybody else is doing it too. This is a public service this announcement from Luke Williams <laughs> right now. So. Don't pee yeah. in saltwater pools. Thank you. Yeah. So, what are your kids going for as Halloween this year? If you, um, do you make that decision, or does Megan? No, make oh no. Well, no. Or do they get you know, to choose? We, we we try to let them choose. It's weird though. It, but, but you know how it is. You choose what's uh, on the wall at Walmart or, or yeah. whatever's on Amazon feed. You know. So the Jack, our littlest one, he's obsessed with Spider-Man just because the mask it covers his whole face. Yeah. My, my four-year-old's not much into the whole mask coverage. He's more into the half mask. So he went with Batman. So we got okay, Spider-Man, yeah. Batman, and then Lila. I can't even remember. She she like changes it. She's like yeah. she's a, she's a woman. She, yeah. She's yeah. I mean she's a girl. She's gonna change her mind. Again, about, another public service announcement. Oh, you know what? She said. She, I think the the yeah another public service <laughs> announcement. I think the latest is she wants to be a mermaid. Oh oh awesome. Yeah. So yeah. What are that, you going as? Uh, do y'all do that? The do father. No, uh, no, no. Megan wants father. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the guy that's confiscating the candy as yes. fast as they're putting it in the bucket. Exactly. 
No, we we Megan has always wanted to do the whole everybody dress up and you yeah. know because we have a our littlest is named Jack, so she's always wanted to do the Incredibles because oh perfect it's perfect yeah. right yeah. we're and yeah. I'm like but I'm not like I barely can bench like 145 you know so I, I can't I can't quite be the dad you can't pull that one off no so uh, anyway wow. no so we'll we'll see about what she's got up her sleeve she'll she'll throw something on me last minute I'm sure. Yeah. Well, Luke, I've always been impressed that the years that I've known you and um, uh, just proud of who you are and, and the life that you're leading now. Because I knew you before you were married, or, or I guess right at getting married. And right, yep. kids. Yep, and so you did. Now I've seen you as a dad and you used to, you know, go on trips and stuff with youth. And, and you know, I've seen that. I've seen you progress and grow, and, and I admire that and appreciate that. Who would you say is the most influential person in your life, somebody who pours into you? Who do you listen to? If, if you were going to say who sits at my table, who would that be? Mm, good good point. Well, loaded, but I'll, I mean, I'll try to answer this succinctly. The most influential person in my life, person, persons, is my dad. Yeah. Uh, godly man, uh, taught me about the Lord, shared his testimony with me and uh, as, at an early age, and, and honestly lived his life for Jesus in a way that I wanted to be like that. Yeah. Uh, what the craziest part is he grew up in an abusive home and um, and he didn't have that so he was generation one for the gospel and uh, so I take it and I, I feel like in a way that was easier than even what I have been tasked with which is carrying the baton on and passing it because you get somebody that takes a stance and then it, it, it's really common for people to just kind of get lax and be like right on the coattails of what my dad did so yeah. my dad is super influential uh, fast forward to today, the folks that invest in me, uh, yourself, um, and uh, there's a lot of men that have um, invested in me over the years. Currently, uh, the, the, one of the, the folks on staff uh, at the church that I'm with, uh, Randy Sims, he, he has personally taken me under his wing and, and just asked me hard questions. Uh, I've got another guy, David Hall. I, I mean, mm. just there's some there's some really close folks I have. Colin Spain, one of my really good friends. Um, they're they're just they're they're honest and they're vulnerable with me, and they they've been created a space where I can be vulnerable and honest with them, yeah. and share them, uh, with them what's going on in my life, and they hold me accountable as a dad, as a husband, as a follower of Jesus, uh, and in, and in business too. Is to are you, are you are you balancing your life? correctly to where you can spend time doing you know all the things adequately that you can you know be a good godly man so anyway those are just some names that came off yeah the right off my top of my head but that i would have around my table colin spain i was with just yesterday those are the guys that are usually around my table whenever i get a chance Uh, but uh yeah it's it all started with just thank the lord i had a a godly father yeah Uh, man just in the world today where so many young men don't have dads to speak of at all and then there's the other half that have dads that are in the home but not not spiritually emotionally physically present right um and so i had i had had a rock star dad so it worked out great and uh, i got big shoes to fill and, and a baton to carry on to my sons sure. who would you say you're pouring into that you're spending time with yeah it's good so the i've 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 been focused on that you know Big, big Tony Evans fan. I meant to say yeah. that too. Huge Tony Evans. Um, Pastor Tony Evans is, was my. I listen to him all the time, every day. And uh, so anyway, he's always pushed on me. He's like, you should be pouring in 
somebody should be pouring into you and you should be pouring into somebody else. So I have a young man uh, in my life that uh, that just got married a couple years ago, actually uh, performed his wedding. He asked he me to perform his wedding. Awesome. He was a Crestview kid. Yeah. Uh, and uh, anyway, performed his wedding and, uh, and him and his wife just had a baby. And uh, the baby ended up getting really sick and was in the hospital for a little while. So anyway, we're close with them. And, yeah. and he actually was... Crazily enough, he asked me if I would just mentor him. Yeah. And so I'm getting an opportunity to do some of that. Uh, need to spend some more time with him. And and then honestly, I've I've found um, one of the ministries and one of the things I'm doing right now is a men's ministry at our church called the Refinery, okay. uh, where we meet on Tuesday mornings at 6 a.m. and we uh, pour into just other men. Uh, and and I, I'm it's needed. I'm, I have a huge passion for men's ministry and just the foundations of men becoming godly men if we can get that right we can fix the foundations of what's really broken yeah, with the world absolutely um, so anyway absolutely all right last question uh who's more of a swifty you or megan <laughs> megan for sure they like lila can I calls call her it, and verify that oh yeah absolutely <laughs> uh she is actually we did the whole she was asking me who travis kelsey was the other yeah. night and i was like get up out of here they were playing on tv yeah. and everybody cares about taylor swift yeah um lila lila thinks taylor swift makes workout music because that's what she, that's when she does she does, she does workout song so she yeah. tells she'll tell alexa alexa play workout music and just and if she doesn't get i can't remember which taylor swift song it is that she always wants her to play but if she doesn't get it she gets mad and starts yelling at alexa yeah. like no the workout song and megan's like it's taylor swift i don't know what so is there some taylor swift on your spotify Oh, I'm I'm sure on Megan's. I, hey, not on mine. Yeah, not man. on yours. Not on mine. No. It's all gonna be country. And, it's all uh, gonna. Well, yeah, bluegrass. Blue, yeah. Some. Uh, yeah, I'm old school. My dad got me into bluegrass, but yeah. I mean, I, I mix it up every little once in a while. I mean, That's they make fun of me for having Little Wayne on my phone. I don't don't I don't claim Little that. Wayne. Yeah. Okay. So, but anyway, yeah. there's. But yeah, there's. I I have an eclectic taste in music That's for awesome. sure. That's awesome. Well, Luke, thank you so much Absolutely, for being here. It's been a great. Uh, time together and we've trying to been hooking up for a while I know man this has been a treat. It just worked out for this so I appreciate yeah, it and keep going great parenting style you got going on and uh, I love your family and, and we love you uh, too, great guy. to see you around so thank you so much for being here thanks Jay appreciate you guys hey catwalkers I'm back at the 2023 Permian Basin International Oil Show and I'm joined in the main Coliseum with this guy, this is John Morgan. Welcome, John. Hey, Jay. Thanks for having me. Appreciate hey, it. Hey, you are with a group called WellAware. Yep. Tell us about, before we learn about you, tell us about WellAware. Yeah, so WellAware is a remote monitoring and, and control company. So we're really a data company. So our goal is to really get our customers high quality data so that that way they can realize a return on that investment. Mm -hmm. So to make their operations more efficient, to be able to provide more transparency and trust between their customers and just really drive efficiencies in the oil field, which we all know there's a lot of opportunity there. Yeah. How long have you been with WellAware? I've been with WellAware a little over five years now. Yeah. Where, yeah. where were you before that? So interestingly enough, before WellAware, I had a career in the medical device industry for about 10 years. Really? So I did a lot of design and manufacturing. When you say medical device, what do you mean? So I, I have worked on hospital beds, um, some of the design okay. and manufacturing of hospital beds. There's some products that are like a segue for a hospital bed. When you, you push it, it helps assist it. Um, and then also some, some bone drills, you know, okay. a product called EZIO. And, it's a, it's a life-saving device that's on every ambulance right, right. Um, in the country now. So, yeah. so how did you get connected with WellAware? 
Yeah, so that's a fun story. From because, the medical device. Yeah, it's a stretch. So prior to my stint in medical devices, I had uh, I worked at a, another great small company called ETA International okay. and did some offshore oil and gas applications. So flexible hose designs, buoy configurations, anchor deployments, you know, yeah. things off the coast of Ingle, Africa and whatnot. And then decided to make a change and what got in medical devices. And so I was at a point in, in my career where an opportunity came up to to just do something different. Yeah. So I just started networking and through some actually my contacts in the medical device industry, they really? said, you need to go talk to Matt Harrison, our founder um, of WellAware. And so just went and had an introduction with Matt and uh, you know it was supposed to be like a 30 minute meeting and he and I just had a great conversation. I think I was in the office for a couple hours just yeah. meeting the company there and it just, it's worked out. Well, we'll get to your connection with Matt in a minute because Matt's a good friend of mine and, and there's a connection there. Yeah. Let's uh, just take a minute and tell everybody that's watching, uh, listening about John Morgan. Tell us about your family, where you're from, just kind of introduce yourself. Yeah, so I've been married for you know, 16 years now, this December will be. Um, Congrats. Yeah, yeah thank yeah, you. That's, yeah. I'm proud of that. Um, my wife grew up in San Antonio. We've got three kids, uh, daughter Bryn, who's, who's 11, son Rhett, who's nine, and yeah. younger son Reed, who's six. Um, I grew up small town Texas, yeah. Central Texas, early Texas is where I'm from. And um, wait, you're from early mm -hmm. Texas? Yeah, okay, opposite of Lake. Yeah. Okay. There's a funny joke there, probably. Somewhere, oh, I've, so. I've heard. Yeah. I've okay. heard them. So early yeah. Texas. Okay, that's awesome. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um, yeah, I always like to tell a story. Once I once I actually moved from, I went to Texas State for college yeah. and, uh, and graduated there and came and lived in San Antonio the first six months I like to say I, I was I was victimized as the, the <laughs> truth um, had my house broken into and what? vehicles broken into wow. um, it just I wasn't used to that kind yeah. of stuff you yeah. know and so I was you know small town city boy now yeah. Yeah. yeah so you know I had to be on my guard a little bit more and yeah. figure out like hey this is, this is a big city you gotta pay attention a little bit more so I yeah. keep my head on a swivel wow that's a great story yeah so uh, you've been married 16 years you got two kids? Three. Three, three yep. kids. Uh, how did you and your wife meet? Did y'all meet at college or? We did. So, you know, the funny story about that is we actually met online before it was cool to meet online. So. <laughs> okay, you <laughs> met online before it was cool to meet online. Yeah. Okay. Think about that, 16 years ago. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, 16 years ago? Were we doing anything online 16 years ago? So it was Facebook. Was it like AOL? Oh, it was Facebook. Facebook. And that was when Facebook was only with college, the colleges themselves. You okay. could only talk and interface to people within okay. your same universities. Right, right. And so... It wasn't MySpace? It was, I did, <laughs> I don't think I actually had the MySpace account. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, so Facebook, I think was the new flavor. Okay, so time. that's how y'all connected? Yeah. Like chat it room is. or? Yeah, it was just the the poke feature, believe it or not, was still there. So poked her and she poked me back and started yeah. having conversations. And So you, yeah. you knew her before you ever see, saw what she looked like? Well, I knew what she looked like through Facebook. Now she swears she's seen me on campus, and I, or you know, somewhere before I, yeah. at college, and I, I'm not sure that we. Okay, had, who, had or not, who asked who then to? to oh, I, I definitely poked her first. Yeah. Yeah. You, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because well, this is recorded now, so we have that. Yeah, it's We true. have that proof now. Okay. So, <laughs> what was your? Did you have like a? What is it called? Your Facebook profile name? Did you have a really cool I don't know. one? I probably that, should make something up cool, but I, I really don't remember. It's just I, generic. I it was just John, you know, as generic <laughs> as you can get. Did she have a cool? 
I, no, name. it was the same. I think I think at the time it was like you just put your basic like, hey, I'm John Morgan. And I go to Texas yeah. State. It like, wasn't as uh, intricate as it is now. No, it's not as. Creative. Did she graduate from Texas State? She did not. She actually ended up going to get her nursing license, and so she went to okay. you know another school in San Antonio to get her. Okay. LVN and RN license. Yeah. Did y'all get married while you were in school, or did you wait till after? I graduated. Or? Yeah. Um, in December, and yeah. then proposed on New Year's, and then she finished wait, okay, going to school. Okay, on New Year's. Okay. Yeah. There's a story there. Yeah, New Year's okay. Eve. Yep. What'd you do? The river walk. Yeah. The river walk in San Antonio. Okay. Yeah. So I took her downtown, and the Christmas lights are just awesome downtown yeah, san antonio yeah. so if you yeah. guys have never been to downtown san antonio and the river lights are yeah, okay are up it's beautiful and um <laughs> i literally was walking around with her and she was not in a great mood that evening believe it or not and yeah. didn't want to go downtown so i had to convince her I'm like, let's just go down we'll have a nice nice you dinner knew, you knew why you were supposed to go downtown. oh absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah and so i was <laughs> walking around like hey this looks like a good spot to, she had no clue had no clue yeah. but i would say hey, this is like a good spot to you know get engaged she's like no this is terrible Okay, I gotta try to find well, another spot. Actually, <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I was on a bridge there, and you uh, didn't drop the ring and it fall into no. The thankfully, that would have been water. That would have been a, bad. A disaster. Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, and so you graduated from Texas State. What was your degree? I'm a degreed manufacturing engineer. Okay. Did yeah. you do any sports growing up? I did. Yeah. What'd you play? Pretty much all of them. All of um, them. Yeah. Small town Texas. So. What were you the best in? Give me your. Um, Top three. I mean, it was. I did football, basketball, baseball. I guess a little um, town. You have to play every. Yeah, and you're playing both sides of the ball. Six man. Not quite six man. No, no. not in early. No. Okay. Wow. Okay. Let's let's go jump back to your time at Wellaware. So Matt Harrison. He's been on the show before. Yeah. Uh, Matt and I knew each other from when he was in the Dallas area and stuff, and. Uh, we knew each other and, and kind of drifted apart and kind of came back together. And so I think he started well aware and then he brought you in. What What do you guys, what's your what's your sweet sauce? What's your number one thing you want to accomplish? Uh, and <laughs> that, that was a great throw right there. So what is your one thing that you guys want to accomplish the most? Well, this guy right here, right here. He's the guy that threw the ball at me right That there. was a good throw. That was awesome. That was Gary Windham. Gary Windham's going to be on the show tomorrow. I can't wait. <laughs> you don't have to lean into the mic. It's John Morgan. John. Gary. Gary yeah. Windham. Thank you for throwing that. It was a really great throw. Well, it was I, a great I throw. I thought you would catch it. Well, I didn't. <laughs> should have yeah, I should have. It, I just caught it out of the corner of my eye, so it's great. I'll see you on the show tomorrow. We'll yeah, here. bring that football. Good luck. Yeah, good luck yeah. to you. Head okay, so now. What, yeah, what's the one thing you guys want to accomplish? You know, one of the things that we pride ourselves on at Wellaware is just really being servants to our customers. Yeah. So we, we want to be able to provide a quality service because, you know, the oil and gas industry can be pretty cutthroat just when yeah. it comes to service. And if you don't perform, it's you're out and on to the next. And so that's one of the things we recognize. And so, you know, a lot of people who get to know Wellaware and understand like, hey, you have a hardware component, a software component, and a visualization and analytics platform. Like, you can make multiple companies out of each layer of that, which there are today in the market. And so one of the things that we wanted to do is, is be that one throat to choke. So when folks have, okay. have a problem, they just come directly to us and we can take care of it for them. And so we want to be able to provide the high quality data um, and the service, which I can't speak enough about our field team, our client right. success and engineering teams who have made this product just a realization for our customers to be, you know, straightforward and seamline. Right. And so 
that's ultimately our goal, is just to be able to provide a product that really does create value, that our customers want to grow with us, um, and that they want to share it with, with their end customers, right. whether it be an operator or a service provider. So. And what role do you play at WellAware? I'm the Chief Operating Officer at WellAware. Okay, so you are, you are the leader of a lot of people on your team, I yes. would assume. So yeah. what's your leadership style? I, <clears throat> I'm pretty transparent and open yeah. from a leadership perspective. I like the team to be able to make decisions, um, mm -hmm. kind of the fail fast approach, like, hey, let's, sounds like a good idea, guys, let's go do it. If it doesn't work, we'll make the correction, we'll own it, um, and we'll get it fixed fast. And so, yeah. just like the team to all have uh, their contributions, obviously be praised and be made, and this, basically them to have a decision and say, hey, this is, I decided this and I had support from right. from the team and we're gonna go and do it. So How large is the team? We've got approximately 20 people in okay. Delaware. Yeah. And they're spread out all over the state or is it mostly just in San Antonio? Or The headquarters is in San Antonio yeah. and then we've got engineering teams that are spread out, You know, some in California and some here in Texas, San Antonio, and then we have um, sales and field service support teams that are spread across as well. Right. Who would you say, if, if you could pick one person that's been the most influential in your life, uh, somebody that's been there, believed in you, pushed yeah. you, who would that person be? You know, it's hard to, to kind of pick one person. Um, I think kind of somebody that I have a lot of respect for and look up to would be like a, a Tim Tebow. Yeah. You know, a you know, man of faith. He wears that on his, on his sleeve and, and he evangelizes that, you know. Yeah. And, and he likes sports. I like sports a lot too. So and mixing nice. the two is, yeah. is even better. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's awesome. Who who do you listen to? Who who would you say pours into your life that invests in you? And then maybe the reverse of that. Who do you invest into? Yeah, it's a good question. I got to think about that a little bit because you know we've got a lot of just friends that are just kind of into being mentors. You know, as you're sitting around having dinner with friends and family, yeah. it's it's not necessarily. I don't think one single person that does that. Um, I will say that, that Matt has contributed a lot to me just in terms of my leadership and kind of mm -hmm. growth there, so I'm very thankful for, for that. Um, but there's many others in our lives that, you know, whether it's my church family or my, my, my friends at home, just real thankful for, and family, yeah. especially. The community. Help, yeah, it's the community. It's community. Yeah, yeah, you know, my wife's great at that too, so yeah, yeah. she holds me accountable. Do you guys live in San Antonio, or you live outside? We, we live on the outskirts of San Antonio, so on the north side, um, outside okay. of the city limits, you know, far yeah. enough away to have a little privacy, I guess, but close enough to maintain the creature comforts. Do you go to, uh, what is it there, Fiesta, Texas? We've you, gone a couple times to take okay, the kids, yeah. Okay, are you a roller coaster guy? I am, yeah. I'm a, the I'm kids an, are? Cause I'm you, adrenaline junkie. No, the, the kids are, I think. Yeah. What's interesting is that as you become a parent um, and you know, you just have this safety thing with your yeah. kids and I'm like, you know, wanting to put my arms around yeah. all of them kind of deal and yeah. um, my wife And then when you're doing it, you're like, I don't care. I'm not yeah, it's, it's hands up and yeah. stuff, right? But um, my wife's kind of gotten to where she doesn't like it as much either. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we like to go and have fun. That's cool. I, I love roller coasters, but I'm the older that I get now, I have a hard time with heights yeah. uh, on a, like a, a, a roller coaster or a Ferris wheel, and I'm like, I'm the one up there going, oh my gosh, get me down from this, and, <laughs> and if you get me down and I, and I don't die in this, I will go serve you wherever. That's uh, right. I'll do whatever you want to, Lord, just get me off of this thing. And yeah. I used to be the one that would like, oh man, like you said, my hands would be up and everything, and, and yeah. 
when my kids were little, I'm like, sit down, be quiet, don't do anything. We're like, no, I want to scream, I want to yell, be yeah. on the. Yeah. So it, it's funny how how that how that changes. Best part about being a dad. Oh shoot, patience. I think um, especially early on, you know, I have was not a man of patience. Yeah. Um, you learn that fast, especially with the young ones, and then as you. So you have more, like I said, we have three. It's, you, you know, your patience, you get yeah. outnumbered and your patience gets tested, but um, I'm thankful for that, yeah. the patience, yeah. but I'm also thankful for just kind of seeing life through their eyes and just the things that they're appreciative for. The It's the little things, you know, just kind of, whether it's coaching them in their baseball, softball right. games, or, you know, just kind of seeing them learn and grow. Like, that's exciting. I enjoy cool. that. Yeah. It is cool. Okay, a couple questions and then uh, we'll wrap up our time together. Okay, so uh, off the wall questions. You've been given a monkey. Mm. Uh, you cannot give it away. You cannot sell it. What do you do? What color is the monkey? Oh, uh, <laughs> let's go with brown. <laughs> it's a monkey brown? I don't know. You know, if I can't give it away, I can't sell it, it's going to be pretty much like the small chihuahua dog that's going to ride shotgun in the truck. Really? On the, yeah, yeah, definitely. Am. And then probably put one of the little harnesses on it so we can <laughs> walk it around and and uh yeah yeah okay the, you know if if i had a monkey and i couldn't give it away i i would probably i'd probably go social media with it right and become try to become yeah. famous like Monetize dress them. it up do something i don't it's know like if you remember performer. this made this made that's true <laughs> this may date me a little bit but do you remember flat stanley like this little character that you would cut out when you were little. Oh, and yeah. You would take him to every field trip and every family vacation, yeah. and he would have to be in the picture with you. Yeah. I would do that with my monkey, and I would try to become famous with that. So have you ever been kicked out of a library? Have I ever been kicked out of a library? I don't know. That's maybe incriminating. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I don't know. If I have, it wasn't memorable enough to... <laughs> to talk about it but yeah. I do feel like that that would be something that would probably fall under something that I would have bragged about so. yeah there was a, I had somebody on a couple of weeks ago on the show and I was like you're being kicked out of the library and they're like yeah because there was a bar in college called the library <laughs> and I got kicked out of it and I'm like what a great thing to call home and say hey mom dad I've spent a lot of time at the library go study at the and library yeah so you did that so okay so um well aware is represented here at the oil show. Um, uh, they're partnering with Performance Chemical. It's one of the things that, that we pride ourselves on is what we do with uh, specialty chemicals. And then we're partnering with you guys to bring that data to our um, customers. Yep. So we appreciate what you guys do. Appreciate all the hard work that you put into it. Um, and I appreciate your time today on the show. Yeah, thank you very for, much, Thanks Jay. for being with us. Appreciate it. Thanks for joining with us. Special thanks to STEM Software for sponsoring the show and providing the location. Also thanks to our title sponsor, Performance Chemical Company.